Welcome to the Empowering Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Kimball Lewis. Our website is empoweringparents.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter and find all of our parenting content, including the Total Transformation Program, which is the number one child behavior program of all time. The Total Transformation Program was developed by child behavior expert James Lehman and is a practical step-by-step guide that provides solutions to the most difficult child behavior problems. You can sign up and begin the program today at empoweringparents.com. Our email address is mail at empoweringparents.com. We'd love to hear from you. Welcome to the Empowering Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Kimball Lewis. This week's podcast is entitled, What Not to Do When Dealing with a Disrespectful Child. Also, be sure to stay tuned until the end of this podcast when we will hear a clip from James Lehman himself in the Total Transformation Program. Now, let's get started. Eye-rolling, curses, insults, backtalk, name-calling, ignored requests, snide comments. Disrespect like this from your child or teen comes in many forms. If you're struggling with disrespectful behavior from your kids, you're not alone. This is one of the biggest topics of conversation between parents and our online parent coaches. The truth is, disrespectful behavior is one of the, is one of the inappropriate ways kids, especially teenagers, try to solve their problems. Kids can feel powerless in the face of rules and expectations, and talking back and showing disrespect is one way they try to take some power back. If they can drag you into an argument, then that's even better. Now you're arguing about respect instead of focusing on their curfew or their homework or whatever the behavior is that started the whole thing. The reasons behind disrespectful behavior include the perfectly normal and healthy process of your child growing up and away from his identity as a younger child. Teens naturally seek more independence as they get older, and mild disrespect is one way that independence gets expressed. But as James Lehman, creator of the Total Transformation Program, writes, while it's important to allow for the natural breaking away process that comes during the teen years, parents also have to be sure to identify and challenge any truly disrespectful child behavior that is hurtful, rude, or demeaning to others. So while it may be healthy and normal in some cases, disrespectful behavior isn't something you want to let go unchecked. Indeed, ignoring it completely can cause disrespectful behavior to escalate. What else increases disrespectful behavior in teens? I'm going to list five guaranteed ways you can unknowingly encourage disrespectful behavior in your child and what you can do instead. So number one, don't take everything personally or overreact. Pretty much every teenager pokes relentlessly at their parents, expressing their frustration in various ways. Eye rolling, scoffing, smirking, these are all tools in the teenage arsenal that convey their disregard. And as we all know, those mild, irritating behaviors can get under your skin. Kids are looking for those weak spots, those places where they can drag you into defending yourself or your rules. If you take it personally, it's going to be hard to respond effectively. If you react to every single one of those behaviors, you're not likely to see any change in your child. While these things are annoying, they aren't necessarily something to correct. James Lehman talks about ignoring the little disrespectful things your child does, especially if they're otherwise complying with your rules. The kid who mutters under her breath as she stomps off to do as she's told is behaving like a typical normal kid. 
It's when your kid treats people badly while refusing to comply with expectations that you need to jump in and correct the behavior. Here's what you can do instead of taking things personally or over- overreacting. Decide which behaviors you're going to focus on and which ones you can ignore. Remember that those mildly irritating behaviors aren't about you. They're simply an expression or of frustration. Your role is to deal with your child or teen's behavior as objectively as possible. It doesn't mean you won't be irritated. Just find ways to handle that emotion away from interactions with your child if possible. Let it go and stay focused on the topic at hand. Behavior number two that you want to avoid is don't badmouth other people. Life is stressful sometimes. Bosses are challenging. Neighbors get too loud. Family members can be irritating. As a parent, you'll have plenty of opportunity to show your kids how you manage your behavior when you're annoyed or upset. Kids watch us for a living, as as James Lehman says. If you talk badly about others or treat other people with disrespect, don't be surprised if your child follows suit. Here's what you can do instead. Parents have to role model better behavior for their kids. Remember, they're watching you, even if they don't seem like they care what you do. If you value respect, model respectful behavior. Do your best to show them the way it should be done. Here's don't number three. Don't take your child's side. Wait, what? What does taking your child's side have to do with disrespectful behavior? Let's say your child complains about how much homework he has, calling the teacher names and generally being disrespectful towards her. You might agree that this particular teacher does give too much homework. If you take your child's side in this case, you might say you agree that you think the teacher is stupid and that she's doing a terrible job. You agree that your child doesn't have to do all the homework because clearly the teacher is wrong. When you side with your child, in effect joining them in disrespectful behavior, you're showing them that you don't have to be respectful to someone you disagree with. The message your child hears is, if you think someone is wrong, then then you have a right to be rude. Here's what you can do instead. The truth is, neither you nor your child has to agree with someone to treat them respectfully. Even if you think the teacher or the coach or the boss or whomever is wrong, let your child know that regardless of how they feel, they still need to find a way to act appropriately. One benefit of this approach is that your child will most likely encounter plenty of people in their adult life they disagree with. Help them learn the skills they need to handle those disagreements calmly and appropriately. Don't number four, don't forget to notice their good behavior. Maybe you're thinking, look, my kid is constantly disrespectful. I have to stay on him if I want things to change. So you correct and redirect every chance you get. Sometimes your child does manage to get it right, but the bad times far outweigh any progress. Look, kids are just like adults. Constant correction breeds resentment. If you're always calling your child on his poor choices, he might decide there's just no way he can win. If you never acknowledge the times he manages to control his behavior, he may just stop trying. It may seem counterintuitive, but relentless attention to failure with no acknowledgement of even small success can increase your child's disrespectful behavior. Here's what to do instead. Kids respond well to praise. Not only does it feel good to be praised, but it also gives your child important feedback. Acknowledging good behavior reinforces those skills. If you notice your child doing something well, you might say, when you went to your room instead of calling your sister names, that was great. I know you've been working on controlling your temper when you're annoyed. I really appreciate it. This will go a long way 
to giving your child appropriate feedback when he does the right thing. And here's don't number five. Don't demand respect. I'm your parent and you have to respect me. Does that sound familiar? A lot of parents in our online coaching program ask, how can I get my child to respect me? The truth is many kids don't automatically respect their parents. Indeed, it's pretty normal that your teen thinks they know far more than you do. That's one of the pitfalls of adolescence. Pretty much every teen thinks they're smarter and more in tune than their parents. So here's the thing. You can't make someone respect you. Respect is a feeling and you can't force feelings on someone. Trying to force your child to respect you just isn't going to work. But if you can't demand their respect, how can you possibly stop them from acting so badly? The answer lies in addressing their behavior rather than their feelings, even their feelings about you. So here's what you can do instead. You can't demand respect, but you can require that your child acts respectfully no matter how they feel about the situation. One great way to do this is to use one of James Lehman's suggestions. When your child is behaving disrespectfully, you can tell him, you don't have to like the rule, but you have to comply with it. Just because you're irritated doesn't mean you get to call me names. Remember, stay focused on the behavior and leave the feelings alone. The irony is that in the long run, your child will respect you more if you remain calm and enforce your rules consistently. If you see yourself in any of these examples, please don't worry. Recognizing an ineffective way of dealing with disrespect is a great step. As you become more aware of the things that don't work, you'll be better able to take consistent, effective action to turn the situation around. It will take time and practice, but you can help your child learn to behave in more respectful ways. Now, as I promised at the beginning of this episode, let's hear from James Lehman in the Total Transformation Program. Here's James. Technique number five, focus on the behavior. Focus on the problematic behavior that is occurring now. Be specific. State what behavior you want to see changed now, not on what attitudes or emotions you want to see changed. It takes much longer for emotions to change than it does for behaviors to change. Remember this. People say, I want you to have a better attitude. What they're really saying is, I want you to have uh, different expectations and I want you to have different perceptions. Well, those expectations and perceptions are shaped by the way parents respond to kids. If you want them to have a different attitude, you have to shape their expectations and perceptions in such a way that they don't think they're in control and that they don't think they can get in control by being disrespectful or abusive to you. It's a very important thing to understand. We're not looking for the kid not to be angry. We're looking for him to manage the impulsive behavior that anger triggers. A lot of parents say, don't resent me. Ah, uh, too late. What the parents has to be saying or thinking is whether you're resentful or not, now's the time to go do your homework. Whether you're resentful or not, don't call me names. Whether you're angry or not, you don't call me names. If you're angry, that's fine. People have feelings all the time. You have to learn to take responsibility for your feelings. In the one-minute transformation, you just want to focus on what's going on now. You want what's going on now to stop. You want to say what you see changed. I want you to go to your room and do your homework. I want you to stop yelling at your sister. Don't say, I want you to stop being angry. Say, I want you to stop punching walls. Feelings make parents uncomfortable. And parents, a lot of times, deal with the, the discomfort of bad feelings from their kids by trying to change their own behavior. 
And that doesn't work. If my kid is angry, there's absolutely nothing in the world I can do about that. I can only act in a way that is going to promote him taking responsibility for that anger. If I start making speeches with him and, and moralizing with him and talking to him about all the good things in his life that he shouldn't be angry about and why is he angry again, or if I get into all of that kind of stuff, you know, that's because I'm uncomfortable as a parent. Parents need to become more comfortable with their kids' bad feelings. Parents need to become more comfortable with their kids' bad attitudes and start focusing on their kids' inappropriate behavior. The total transformation teaches you a whole base of knowledge on how to deal with kids. And each of these little things fits together. And it puts the discomfort and the responsibility back on the child. Thank you, James. And parents, thank you for listening. Talk to you next week. Parents, if you like our content, please visit empoweringparents.com and sign up today for the Total Transformation Program. Total Transformation is the instruction manual for dealing with children and teenagers who are mouthy, disrespectful, or resistant to authority. In this step-by-step -step program, James and Janet Lehman show you how to change your child's behavior and take back control of your family with the exact techniques they used for over 30 years to get kids to behave appropriately. And when you sign up, add the parent coaching option and schedule your first coaching phone call today. Thank you for listening to the Empowering Parents podcast. Talk to you soon.